0: In this week's Complaint Corner, Joss Whedon, the Aristocats, and some other shit. This is Critically Complained. <music> Hi, I'm Adam, and this is Steve. And the first thing we're going to talk about is actually that, uh, that Moon Knight trailer that came out. We're a little late to this party, but we're going to talk about it anyway. Uh, so... I feel... I'm, I'm surprised that they're leaning so heavily. Like, this trailer really made it clear that they're leaning really hard into the, like, mental illness, schizophrenic uh, vibe... They sure are. ...of Moon Knight. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, they are. And I'm surprised am surprised. I didn't realize that.
1: that's what the stupid trailer was supposed to be about until, like, you know, the last quarter of it. I was like, oh... Yeah, okay. like, It's like, what is
0: this about? Uh, but I... I'm interested in it. I feel like the trailer didn't really give that much away. Like, I still have many questions about, like, what it's even really about. Like, it's like, all right, so clearly Moon Knight or what's... I don't even know what his real name is because he has, like, three different names. But this guy... Steve something. Yeah, Steve, whatever. Uh, So clearly he has forgotten who he actually is and he's, like, living this other life or whatever. Uh, I don't understand, like how he got there exactly, but I I would like to know. Uh, and uh, Steve, Steve, I'm gonna, I don't know, I, I'm still trying to piece together my my thoughts on it, but what do you think about his, his uh, moon knight costume
1: that we saw right at the end? There? Um, I think it looks like he's covered in crystallized marshmallow fluff. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> so I didn't, really care for it uh to be honest it, it didn't look like a costume it looked like like a weird cgi skin like somebody took like the texture of rhino skin and just kind of built this man a cocoon of it
0: yeah like so i've seen a lot of people i've seen a lot of people online that are just obsessed with the costume and just think that the costume is so cool and it looks so good uh, and I, I think I like it as an idea, but I do, I think the execution is a little bit off. I, uh, like it does look a little marshmallow fluffy. I can definitely see that. Uh, I, I kind of like the, ide- like the mummy vibe that they're going for. Cause I mean, it's moon Knight. It makes sense to lean into the mummy thing. Sure. It makes him sure. look different than other superheroes. Sure. Like it is distinctive if nothing else. Uh, but I just I mean, something about only it The person who has weird. like a
1: kind of comparable costume for Marvel stuff right now was like fucking Ant Man two uh, the 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 Spectre or Ghost or whatever the oh, fuck. Oh yeah, was called. yeah. Like,
0: a little. It, it looks sort of similar to that. They
1: could have gone more that route than what they did do. Yeah. But, but Adam, it, this, none of this matters because we live in the age of post-reaction fixes now. Thank you, Sonic the Hedgehog. So they can just change it before the show comes out. They totally... I mean, they totally could. They absolutely... I mean, I don't think that they will just because
0: the fan reaction has been generally positive. They could change it during the
1: show. They could just retroactively go back and change it and whatever.
0: They could. could. I hope they don't. Do you remember when uh, they had like the pants guy in the mandalorian there was like a you could see like an extra in the background who wasn't supposed to be there la- be there uh, i remember and hearing they, about it yeah they edited him out like you can't see him in the show anymore uh which is crazy to think about like I, it's i mean it fucks i hope my head we don't to think about start
1: that. to live in a world where they just go back and re-release all of these things fucking star wars style where every once in a <laughs> while they just re-release them as slightly different and that's now the new definitive version yeah they just you know?
0: update everything just like every few yeah years. I, I hope we
1: don't start to live in that world because yeah i don't like we, that like, either. like streaming service things it wouldn't be that hard to do that you could absolutely just take the old ones down and put the new ones up in their place and you know that's nobody would be able to do anything about it because no one has I mean, a hard copy of any of those things
0: i mean yeah like they literally did do that like, with the man do you remember when yeah. they
1: changed lilo and i don't know if you remember this they changed lilo and stitch where they ch- turned the washing machine into like a pizza box container thing Do you remember that? Uh,
0: No, I don't remember that one. Okay, well,
1: there's a scene in Lilo and Stitch where Lilo hides inside a washing machine, and obviously uh, that's a bad place to put your children. You shouldn't put your children in the washing machine in case you didn't know. However, uh, I don't think anybody was going to try it because of that scene. However, they felt the need to change it, so they edited out the washing machine and replaced it with a big crate-like thing that said pizza on the side as if it was some kind of receptacle for pizza boxes or something i'm not clear what it was supposed to be but it was still <laughs> positioned next to a dryer so
0: i you know we all there knew is, what it was
1: there is one thing i do
0: know about lilo and stitch uh that i don't know why i know this but i remember like at the end of the movie when like there's like the a big uh, stick well, I remember that, too, but uh, <laughs> there's at the end of the movie, they're like flying this big red spaceship looking thing. Yep. It was supposed uh, to be a plane. Yeah, it was supposed to be a plane. It was like yep. a plane that they hijacked. But then 9-11 happened. Yes. and They were like, oh, yes. fuck. Yeah, like, that really did put a damper that? on things. <laughs> yeah. Which is, again, like weird to think about. Like, I did. Yeah, it. they also cut all the scenes
1: why. where it crashes into buildings because they didn't think that was in good taste six months after the fact. Which they were right, probably to do that. Uh, yeah, no, I mean that was probably the right call. Like, like I res- i respect their decision. That would have there. gone over poorly,
0: <laughs> to say the least. Yeah, I think that a similar thing happened with the first Spider-Man movie. I think in the like there was in well, the, they the added very in first stuff trailer. to make it a little more
1: patrioticy.
0: Oh, sorry, what'd you say? I couldn't hear you.
1: They added in some stuff to make it more patrioticy too.
0: Oh, with Spider-Man. I mean, that makes sense. Like,
1: you know, he lands in front of the flag and there's like a big fucking flag in the background. You know, it's like. I think that was in the third one. I think that was in the third one. Well, was it the third one? Okay, it might have been. I think so.
0: I could be wrong. Oh, shit. Yeah, it
1: was, because that was right before he went over there to go fight Venom and Sandman.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: But I I just was going to say that I know that with the first Spider Man movie. Uh, there was like a trailer that had the the two towers in <laughs> the movie. Like it was like because he mm. like had had webs tied between the two towers, and uh, yeah, that was uh, <laughs> that was taken out uh, for very obvious reasons.
1: <laughs> yep, yep, but yep yep, yep, yep. Anyway, just to 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 Did get you back. You know, there's to an Moon issue Knight? of Spider-Man where he's pulling people out of the 9/11 disaster
0: is he is he re- is that really a thing like yeah. i yeah it wow, was a it was a
1: controversial issue
0: <laughs> i i don't know how i feel about um i mean i don't know it, how it was I more exemplifying like the firefighters
1: that. and stuff that were on the scene because he's like these are the real right. heroes and it was more of like a statement rather than spider-man saving the yeah, day it it just was... through the medium of spider-man but yeah you know it was a weird nerve to touch on is all
0: I, I feel weird about uh like comic book stuff, uh delving into real life uh things, like real life events, especially like big traumatic events like that. Like it just feels wrong to me. Like it's like especially I mean, Captain America like, the,
1: literally punched Hitler.
0: Uh I mean, yeah. I, I, I know that. See, that's far enough removed. Like that happened f- like a long enough time ago that I think that it's okay. But like I think of um uh, I, I saw. I read a comic not that long ago. It was it was for the twentieth anniversary of nine eleven, where it was like Captain America and Spider Man like talking about like oh it was so tragic and whatever. And then like at the last panel was like you know something about the real heroes, and it showed a bunch of firefighters. And that's fine and good. Of course, like, yeah, I, yeah, don't, yeah, yeah. I don't necessarily have a problem with that idea, but it's just like in the Marvel. Uh, in the Marvel universe, or whatever, and I don't, I, I do not mean to say this in any way, in a, an offensive way, and I hope that people don't take it that way, but 9 11 is absolutely nothing in the Marvel universe, okay? Like, they have apocalyptic universe spanning um catastrophes like every single year multiple times a year one That's building fair, but like a getting doesn't. hit with a with a you know with a plane is just not a huge deal in that Galactus I mean, like no one would even remember doesn't show
1: up every month or
0: anything you know <laughs> I mean okay but like I like the War of the Realms you had a bunch of fucking uh Norse mytho- mythological creatures invading New York City and and then oh, it totally
1: changed the tone of all those things for sure
0: Yeah it just it just seems weird and then like there's King in Black where literally uh black goo dragons are raining from the sky all across the world and it's just like it's like and that kind of shit just happens a lot. Like there's a lot of of big events happening on a pretty regular basis. You can pretty much assume that every at least two years the world is threatened in a crazy huge uh publicly known way. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) Like it's 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 just it's just a little odd. It just fucks with my head a little bit. That's all I'm saying. But it's fine. I I don't make a big deal about it. But anyway, I wanted to talk about Moon Knight. Um, I don't know how to feel about uh, the bad guy in this, which is, uh, I think, Ethan Hawke with like a weird slicked back hair. Uh, Like he I, I don't understand who he's supposed to be at all. Like is he just mm, like yeah. n- like evil Moon Knight? Like is he a comic book villain of some kind or fashion? Like who the fuck uh, is well, this? Well, I don't guy?
1: actually know really anything about Moon Knight other than he is gets his powers from some god, but that's about yeah. all I know. I've read a few Moon Knight comics. Not I'm not like a Moon Knight
0: expert by any means, but I've I've read a few uh and you know he gets his powers from khonshu who is the egyptian god of uh the night i think uh sure. that would make and sense I, and he's supposed to protect uh travelers at night that's like his like solemn duty because uh, that's oh, what is he
1: just like is he just like doing her portfolio like is she the god of safety traveling at night or something um
0: yeah, I think so. I think that that's what she what he she. I don't know how to def- how to refer to Khonshu. I don't know if it's it. I don't I have no idea. Uh oh yeah, Kanshu is also a giant fucking asshole in the comics. I know that. Um and trying to think of what else i what else i know about moon knight mythology oh and he has obviously he has multiple personalities and like not just multiple personalities but like multiple different like outfits based on his different personalities like there's moon knight who's like its own thing and then there's mr knight who is like similar looking except he's wearing like a white suit uh like a like a suit with a suit jacket and a tie and everything sure yeah 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 uh which i like man Yeah, kind of like Negative Man, which I'm fully expecting them to make at least a veiled reference to that at some point in this series. Like, I think at some point he's going to wear a white suit to, like, a party or something. Probably uh, yes. Like I would be shocked if they didn't do that because it's so easy. Like it's such an incredibly simple thing, just to get them to wear a white suit, and then it's like, oh, look it, it's Mister Knight. Whatever, you know, all of all of the comic nerds like wet their fucking pants, like because that's just how we are. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm intrigued by this show uh, qu- uh, quite a bit. I'm it's probably my my biggest hope for marvel is like i really want this series to be awesome because i i feel like marvel needs something like new and kind of dark like i you know like uh hawkeye was pretty light-hearted uh have you have you watched hawkeye by the way or nope. is that just no nope. it's pretty good i like Hawkeye a lot i don't know if you'd like okay. it because you hate everything but i liked hawkeye, right, like talk yeah, like a lot true. a lot it was it was very cute and I, I don't know if I should spoil this, but, uh, I'm just going to tell you anyway, Kingpin's in it, Kingpin's in it, which I is know. so fucking cool.
1: Fucking, we didn't even talk about how Daredevil was in, Star- in Spider-Man.
0: No, we never did. We never got around to it. Yeah. Daredevil was in fucking Spider-Man and it was, and it was before the multiversal stuff happened. So he's just canon to the Spider-Man universe or the I mean, Marvel by
1: extension. That means all the defenders are then.
0: Yeah, that's, which is, I feel like that's not entirely true. Like, I feel like they're, they're like, okay, most of the events of Daredevil, the show happened and the other stuff, eh, like maybe, but probably not I guess. like, like I could, I would love it if like Jessica Jones showed up uh, and I would be pretty happy if Luke Cage showed up. I wouldn't like lose my mind or anything, but like, I would be like, oh, cool. It's Luke. Uh, but, oh, man, I would be okay if they recast Iron Fist. If they just pretended that that just never (laughs) fucking happened, uh, like, that's, that's fine. You can do that. And I liked the second season of Iron Fist, uh, but it's not something that you need to follow up on, honestly. Like, I would have liked it if that show had gotten a third season to wrap their shit up. I really would have. Uh, but, uh, I, it doesn't need a continuation. It does not need to be brought back. Uh... I wonder if they're ever going to do Iron Fist again. Like, I feel like it like nowadays Iron Fist is just a super awkward character because it's like there's the whole like white savior angle that's like even more obvious now. They just did Shang-Chi, who's basically just Iron Fist, except actually Asian. And it's like Mm, eh, that's an important
1: characteristic to have in that movie.
0: Uh, (laughs) I mean, yeah. The only thing that's different between uh, Iron Fist and Shang-Chi is that Iron Fist has the fist, which you could very easily give to Shang-Chi if you really, really wanted to. Uh, But, like, I feel like they're probably not gonna bother. It would be kind of cool if, like, if Iron Fist had, like, a cameo appearance in Shang-Chi 2. I think that'd be kind of neat, but they, they don't have to do it. It's fine if they don't. Anyway, sorry. Moon Knight! God, I just... Always get go wandering I think off track.
1: I think we've done all we're able to do on Moon Knight without getting distracted.
0: Yeah, I guess that's probably true. Uh, I, I thought it was a pretty good trailer, though. Uh, definitely one of the better trailers that Marvel has come out with in a while, in my opinion. Uh, a lot of the other stuff is pretty basic and boring, but like this one was intriguing, which, which I quite liked.
1: I mean, mostly uh, I'm having trouble getting excited, excluding the fact that I don't care, because I don't know anything right. about this guy. So I'm having okay. a really hard time going like, oh man, it's Moon Knight. Because the only thing I think of when I think of Moon Knight is that one panel where he's throwing boomerangs and it says random bullshit go. Oh, I always think of,
0: I don't even think it's actually like a real comic, but I always think of the, him going to, to Dracula and he's like, Dracula, do you have my money?
1: <laughs> like, which is, which is funny. Oh, I don't remember that one. Oh yeah. That's There's a, also one where they're having a, where he's with the Avengers and, uh he's talking to spider-man like hey i wasn't listening what's this guy talking about and spider-man's like just punch whoever i start punching
0: i actually read that comic i think that that was uh infinity watch it was one of the infinities i can't remember there's a lot of different infinity comics but uh yeah i actually read their favorite word uh it it very much is yeah (laughs) infinity not war infinity whatever it doesn't it doesn't matter uh, alright well our next piece of news is not something that we normally talk about but I just I find it really funny so I want to talk about it uh, we don't normally talk about production issues because it's just like whatever eventually the movie will come out right like it's like what are we gonna say other than like oh it's too bad that everything I mean, yeah, got Black shut Widow down Came out right? Uh, yes Black Widow did finally come out uh, <laughs> and everyone was whelmed uh, <laughs> yep. Uh but uh Black Panther uh Wakanda Forever uh has is basically a cursed production. Uh that's that's really what it all comes down to. So first, of course, Chadwick Boseman died. Um rest in peace. Uh I I really really wish that that hadn't happened, but you know, so that happened, uh, but they were—they're obviously going to make the sequel anyway, and they had to rewrite the whole freaking movie to accommodate the fact that the main character can't be in it anymore. Uh, but uh, and but then uh, they were having some—they—they they they had some production issues. Uh, Letitia Wright, who plays Black Panther's sister and is probably going to be the new Black Panther, uh, based on the rumors that I've read. Um, she had an onset injury from a stunt and she fractured or she sprained her I want to say back in some way I don't remember exactly she sprained something and she got a concussion uh, so while she was recovering they filmed as many scenes as they could without her like you know just with everybody else uh, but then eventually they did have to shut production down while they waited for her to come back I mean yeah uh, that the was... main
1: character wasn't there and they can only have so many scenes without the main character.
0: Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh but uh but then just last week uh she came back and she was recovered and production started again. Happy day and this movie is still supposed to come out this year and they're and they're only finishing production now. I mean, granted it is January and they still have plenty of time, but like ooh, like they're cutting it kind of close. Uh but now it got shut down. Again, just a week after Letitia Wright came back, they had to shut down production again because many members of the uh, production staff uh, got COVID. And so now it's done again. (laughs) And I just, I can't even imagine (laughs) how freaking difficult it must be for these guys trying to make this fucking black
1: panther movie like holy fucking shit i mean there's a very obvious answer to all these problems or or, as to why these problems are happening i mean why is that tell me adam what is a black panther
0: uh what is a black i mean it's a big cat that lives in the a black or...
1: cat, that's right. And what are black, black cats? Cat. Unlucky.
0: Oh my god. You're. I mean, you're fucking right. Oh no. Yes, yes. I can be facts. the only
1: person who has made that conclusion.
0: I, I, you can't be. There's no way that you're the only person to have made that joke. But I have not heard it. And oh my god, yeah. Black cat fucking bad luck going on here. It's fucking crazy. Uh, I just... I feel... I, I just, I'm worried about this movie. This is the movie that I'm most concerned about uh, for Marvel because I just don't see how you can lose the main character and, like, have that still make sense. Like, I'm open to see what they have in mind. Like, I will go in with as open a mind as possible, but I, I mean, I'm i have some still misgivings. on board with
1: just replacing this guy.
0: I am also okay with that. I really think that it would be okay if they just recast it to in the most respectful way they can and find someone who is close to uh Chadwick and just just go forward with it. I think that that would really be okay, but the powers that be have decided that they're not going to do that and okay, whatever. I just I'm nervous. This I'm nervous for this movie. And uh, like this is the second time I believe the production has been shut down. Uh, and it's still fucking supposed to come out this year and I I really like Marvel, it's okay. Go ahead and delay the movie. Just go ahead. We don't want a repeat of the last time of everybody bitching about how the rhinos didn't look good and whatever. Like have the give the CGI guys some time to work people on were their complaining shit. about.
1: That was one of the things people were complaining about that the Man, rhinos looked you know, like shit. There is not, not a lot of upsides not being able to see, but this kind of shit is definitely one of them.
0: Oh, yeah, you just don't really care that much about, yeah, this, like... This you know. this can't oh, bother me,
1: because I can't tell. The lighting! The lighting is all wrong and God, off! God, man. <sighs> People need to fucking chillax about that kind of shit.
0: Yes. I, uh, Did, are you like,
1: concerned that your fake rhinos are actually looking too fake? Like, come on, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I. I... I very much agree. I really think that people need to accept that movies are movies and sometimes CGI doesn't look perfect and that's fine. And just kind of like, yeah, it would have been awesome if the Hobbit
1: trilogy with. didn't have fucking CGI goblins, but you know, it yeah. did. So here we are.
0: I mean, yeah, I like, I, I didn't like that. Uh, I didn't really like the Hobbit trilogy, not just because of the c- CGI thing. If I were to make a, a top 10 list of all of the issues that I have with the Hobbit trilogy. I don't even think that the CGI issues would be one of those top 10 things, or maybe it'd be like eight or nine or 10. Like it'd be like way at the bottom of that list. Like there's so much more wrong with that trilogy of film uh, of films then oh, like oh the cgi doesn't look good they should have made it practical like yeah they probably should have it would have looked better can we move I on mean, now they did it in the lord of the rings they definitely
1: could have in the hobbit too just saying
0: oh no they like they definitely could have i uh the hobbit was fucked over or uh, and in hear post- me out in pre-production don't
1: make a hobbit trilogy out of a book that's like a hundred pages or whatever
0: yes yes, so you know I'm sorry I'm just gonna talk about the Hobbit for a second here so I have read the Hobbit now uh like in its entirety uh which I'd I'm sharing right of. now are you good for you I am uh I love the Hobbit I think it's I think it's uh a great freaking book I really really liked it I really like the like l- like the last bit with like the big battle at the end I
1: really thought that that was I didn't get uh, to Lake Town yet I got to uh oh, okay. I got to just having a conversation with Smog. I didn't make it to the actual. Uh, oh, the God, the, Smaug the stuff th-
0: is so good. It's so, yeah. I have oh, to God. say,
1: um, I actually think I like The Hobbit better than The Lord of the Rings because The Lord of the Rings fucking drags sometimes.
0: Yeah, it does. There's no yeah, room no, to I drag agree.
1: in The Hobbit because it's so short. But fucking, uh, yeah. God, there's God. There are so many characters in Lord of the Rings.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like the only real issue I have with the Hobbit is I just think that there's like many there's too many dwarves and I can't I don't really remember what all of them do but it, it doesn't really matter Oh, you matter, mean that and much. Feely
1: and Peely and Smeeley and Wheelie and <laughs> mailing, all that shit? <laughs> yeah. yeah, who cares? Yeah, there's
0: like sixteen of the fucking guys and it's like uh, well, you're like, is there thirteen? Oh, really? I thought that there was more than that. Is there only 13? No, it's thirteen? No, oh, thirteen. Whatever.
1: Thirteen and fourteen with uh with uh... With Bilbo. Bilbo, yeah. Okay. I mean, there's only all like right. three dwarves that you need to know. Yeah, there's Thorin. Thorin Oakenshield. There's <laughs> yeah. the old one that talks to Bilbo, and there's the fat one. And you only need to know the fat one because he keeps being brought up as the fat one. Bomber? I, I don't I, I remember Bomber I just Bomber, because I know Bomber. he's the
0: fat one. Right, uh, yes. <laughs> anyway though, but uh freaking like honestly like as soon as you get to the smog stuff in the hobbit like i just think that it's like amazing from there on out like it's so engaging and i like couldn't stop reading it and i was so invested and like i love i love the hobbit and reading that book only solidified how fucking terrible those movies were oh my fucking god the Hobbit films are some of the worst. Are I think it is the worst adaptation of a book I've ever seen put to screen. That's it's a fucking so, bold claim, Cotton. I really think it. I I really think it's the worst adaptation I've ever seen. It's worse, I, in my opinion. It's worse than Death Note. It's worse than Death Note. I will. I will stake my well, claim. Nope. I can't. I can't agree with that. I mean, because Death Note was dumb, but Death Note wasn't trying. Like, Death Note was trying to do its own thing, and it just, you know, shat the well, bed. This so was actually Hobbit. trying. It made, it,
1: it made three movies out of one book. Ugh. Uh,
0: <sighs> yes. Barely. No, I mean, well, okay, I know but that. The and
1: difference it, here being that the Hobbit movies took the stuff from the Hobbit and then fucking stuffed it, like, a thousand packing peanuts all around it. <laughs> yes. To, like, fill up space. Yeah. But this, the core elements from the book were still present. They were just drowning in extra shit. But in Death seen... Note, every single point going forward was wrong. Like, yeah, I mean, uh, almost okay. deliberately incorrect. Have you, have you so... seen that
0: meme? Have you seen that meme of the guy who's, like, tapping a car? And he's like, you can fit so many whatever in here. Yeah, that thing. Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, I feel like that was Peter Jackson touching the Hobbit book. And he's like, you can fit so many plot lines in here. <laughs> like, so many goblins. Just, like so much fucking padding so much made-up conflict and bullshit romances i guess only oh one yeah man the dwarf and the elf that was that was good stuff oh when we had that oh my god it like just i really really fucking hate those movies like i i can't <laughs> i just fucking can't uh anyway (laughs) this is gonna be a kind of a negative episode everybody if you haven't figured that out yet uh which is which is kind of fun it's fun right my chest Uh, hurts your chest hurts oh so i'm sorry steve that sucks uh so our next piece of news is so oh god oh this is this is a doozy right here this uh all right so joss whedon uh, everyone's favorite manchild, or I should say everyone's former favorite manchild, uh, has broken his silence, uh, on the allegations against him, on the Justice League crap, on just, uh, he, he, he finally gave an interview, he hasn't been working for a couple of years now, he's basically been blacklisted from everything, uh, <clears throat> good, Uh, but, uh, but he broke his silence and he did this interview, which I I didn't tell this to you yet, Steve, and I'm telling you now, uh, something that's so hilarious. I read this whole fucking interview, uh, and like at the very beginning, he says that he's terrified of what he might say and that the internet is going to tear it apart. Uh, and Which is so fascinating, because how can you have the self-awareness to recognize that you might say something that people will take offense to, and yet still just violently shove your foot in mm. your mouth?
1: <laughs> no, I don't think that's what he meant. I don't think that's what he meant. You don't think so? What do you think like- he meant? Well, I think what he actually meant was he's going to say things he thinks are totally logical, and people are going to be offended by them and freak out about the contextless things he says. Even things he says are worth getting upset about, he probably doesn't see it that way. He probably just sees it as a no. bunch of nutcases being upset about nothing. Like, an internet will definitely do that because if I was sitting here and was like, hey, Adam, I like bananas, somebody, mm. I hate bananas for the record. Somebody could be like, oh, Steve likes bananas. That must mean he only likes tropical climates, which is racist against the Norwegian folk or something.
0: Okay. I mean, sure. I I, I see. That's I guess probably what he's actually what saying is he That's expects what he people
1: meant. to overreact about the things he says.
0: All right. Well, let's let's dig in here. Let's let's settle in and read some of the stuff that he said. So, first of all. Uh, he said that, uh, taking on, taking over the Justice League production was one of the biggest regrets of his life. Uh, he calls the Justice League cast, uh, the rudest cast that he has ever worked with. And that's a quote, um, (laughs) which is funny. Uh, which is funny. So, really, the rudeness that's going on here is... So, So Zack Snyder is a very collaborative filmmaker. And he likes to uh, get his stars' takes on the characters and, like, help have their help to build the characters like a lot of aquaman like or the this new version of aquaman comes from Jason Momoa and a lot of cyborg actually comes from Ray Fisher and a lot of batman come like he Zack Snyder encourages improvisation he encourages you know like ah eh, let's just let's try it for a take and see how we feel about it he's a you know he he's open to new ideas and he wants his cast to be happy uh, and he's also a very nice guy. Uh, now, he doesn't always make good movies, but he's... Everything I've read, is Zack Snyder, is a very nice person. Uh, Joss Whedon, on the other hand, uh, is not like that in any way at all. So, so, Joss Whedon, the, the, the interview went into all the details on this, and I'll kind of summarize here. So Joss Whedon kind of, uh was worshipped for a while because he made Buffy and because he made Firefly and, like, everyone was like, oh my god, Joss Whedon, he's, oh, and of course he made the Avengers, and Joss Whedon, he's so cool, you know, how did you come up with such amazing female characters and all that, all this fucking bullshit, so he has a pretty, uh, overinflated ego and he's always been that way, uh, so, when he writes a script, that's the script. Like he doesn't want he doesn't want improvisation. He doesn't want questions. He doesn't want anybody trying to critique him or critique his work or any of that fucking shit. Uh, like he just wants them to say the lines as he wrote them, and that's that. Uh, which is just not at all what this cast was used to. So it's uh, like so I can understand. Sort of why Joss Whedon thinks that they were being so rude because he interpreted it as rudeness when really this is just what they were used to. They were used to giving feedback, uh, and also his script was shit. Flash <laughs> fell onto Wonder Woman's boobs. <laughs> um. Oh yeah. Another thing here was uh, that uh, Gal Godot claimed uh, a while ago that Joss Whedon threatened her career if she was unwilling to uh, to film the boob scene. Uh, and, <laughs> you know, and she was very, very, of, of course, angry about that. They ended up having to have uh, a stunt double film the same scene because she refused to do it. Uh, nice. And uh, he claims that, no, 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 no. Uh, you know, he never threatened, uh, threatened Gal Gadot's career. He just has really, like, flowery, uh, language and metaphors, and she must have just misinterpreted what he meant, and, you know, language, or, uh, English is not her first language, and she must have just gotten confused by whatever metaphor he happened to be using at the time, which, okay, (laughs) oh my god, so for those of you keeping score at home, that is what's known as gaslighting. (laughs) that is pure unfiltered bullshit streaming from his goddamn mouth. No, he, she did She is a, she is a well-known actress who has been in Hollywood for years. She speaks English very fucking well, and she fully knew what he was saying when he threatened her career and he just doesn't want to admit it or take any kind of blame whatsoever fuck that i mean that is the rudest fucking thing i have ever seen someone say in an interview and this is an interview after all the shit happened that he was trying to like set the record straight you know he was trying to redeem himself it's like bro oh god what do you i'm sorry steve what is your take
1: on this (laughs) i mean he's scum obviously like (laughs) all right i just i mean (sighs) you gotta you gotta fucking admire the gall on this guy though I
0: mean, seriously, the balls. Like, are you,
1: are you, it's fucking like, no, no, I didn't me? say any of that. She just was too stupid to know what I was saying because she's a dumb foreigner and doesn't know how to talk English good, is basically <laughs> yes! what he was saying. That's
0: really what he was saying. It's like, oh my God. Like, I feel like this can't be real. Like, you can't, he couldn't have actually said that, but he fucking did. And that was him being nice. What the fuck? Like, like oh my, oh my God. Okay. She wouldn't let me film <sighs> the titty scene. What a bitch. yeah what the fuck such an asshole she was so rude uh uh he also said that there was other stuff too but he also said that uh he only diminished cyborg's role in the movie because ray fisher is a bad actor both like not a good quality actor but also just a bad person like he straight up said that he was like he's a bad actor in both senses Uh, you know, because Ray Fisher has been very vocal about all the bullshit that he experienced, uh, working with Joss Mm -hmm. Whedon, and he's not willing to accept it. Go fucking figure. Um, oh yeah, and this is less related to the, the Justice League stuff, but, uh, so it's kind of been like an open secret for a while that Joss Whedon has had, uh, multiple affairs, uh, during his life. Uh, that was the main reason that he got divorced the first time. Uh, he, uh, he was, he was having affairs with people that he was working with, like stars of some of the shows. I don't know specifically which stars, but I know that there were at least some people who were working on Buffy the Vampire Slayer that he was fooling around with. Uh, and he claims that he didn't have a choice in the matter and that, you know, he was bullied in high school and he's like this fat, uh, nerdy white white guy and uh, of you know these these beautiful beautiful women were willing to have sex with him, so he had to do it because otherwise he'd regret it for the rest of his life. He had no choice in the matter. It just this is just what he had to do.
1: Oh god. This is my favorite part because uh, <laughs> basically what he's saying is I had to do it because I wanted to. <laughs> yes, that's literally what. Because I saying. wanted to do it, and I would feel bad about not having done it because I wanted to do it, so I did it. Yes, that is exactly correct.
0: Which, like, like, do I understand... Which is just
1: awesome. Do I understand
0: why he would think that? Yes, I understand why he would think that. I know that that's shitty. It is shitty, but, like, I sort of well, get it. It makes perfect like, sense, actually. It actually does make sense. <laughs> that being said, it's still fucked up, and it does not in any way justify having multiple affairs. It does not make it better.
1: <laughs> like, why did you do does, this it, bad thing? Well... Cause I wanted to like, <laughs> yeah,
0: like literally. Yes. Like it's like, because if I did to I would momentarily feel bad. Yeah. Like, it's like, if I didn't do it, I'd regret not doing it. So I had right. to do it. Like, How that's could I fucked. say I
1: did it? If I didn't do it, you're just talking crazy now. Oh my God. Like, Oh,
0: ooh, ooh. I wish I knew which
1: people it was though. I'm really curious as to which ones were, uh, were, were worth it. You know? I, yeah. like Which one would make him feel bad uh, for his entire life for not having done it. Yeah, seriously,
0: I'm curious about it as well. Uh, Oh, yeah, another thing was, um, uh, this is like just a few other anecdotes from this interview or like that the interviewer had like dredged up Uh, from the past, uh, like she, she she talked about this one woman who, (laughs) oh my God, like there's so much fucked up shit here. Uh, so Joss Whedon, uh, was with this, was dating this woman, uh, who was like 20 years younger than him, which is not like a huge deal, but it's just a thing uh he was dating this woman and then he was like oh man you have joss to meet whedon? you have to meet this other friend of mine and then he had them meet and then those two people went to like their own private like lunch or dinner together uh and it was there that uh they both found out that both of them were dating joss whedon at the same
1: time uh oh, and this well, he's is not the- very smart then
0: well honestly I think it was a power play for him. I think he wanted to them either he wanted them to figure it out or he liked the potential risk of them figuring it out, you know? Like it was like kind of like a fun sure. game for him. Uh another thing is uh he dated a he dated a 20-year-old for like for over a year. Uh and like and they they didn't have sex. She was a virgin and uh like they they weren't doing anything, but, like, they were dating. Uh, and then finally, she did have sex with him, like, you know, lost her virginity to Joss Whedon. And then the next day, he broke up with her. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> like, this guy is a fucking sex maniac. This guy is fucking insane. So it's like, oh, like, I mean, knowing all I of this, like. I like this like...
1: guy wouldn't have waited a whole year for that. Like, that doesn't seem like the kind of patience this man would have.
0: I, I just, it's a game to him, you know? Like, I think it sure, was like he but I don't feel like he's in like for the long like
1: in. that. This really feels like much more of a, you know, I'll wait a month and if it doesn't work, I can just do something else because, you know, I'm just fucking Wheaton.
0: It, yeah, it's just, it's just so fucked up. It, it's, uh, and like, not, a lot of what he's doing isn't exact, like, it's not like he, I don't think it should go to prison or anything. At least I don't believe so based on what I've read. Uh, Like, he's just a shitty person, but he's not like a criminal. Uh, He's just a fucking asshole. And it's like, fuck this guy. Like, I don't want to see anything that Joss Whedon makes again. Like, I'll keep, like, I'm, no one's gonna take the first two Avengers movies from me. Like, I don't care. Like, I'm gonna keep watching them. I actually watched the first Avengers just the other day. Uh, like, I'm gonna keep watching these things, but, like, fuck Joss Whedon. Fuck him and his goddamn, like, horny asshole. Like, this guy is a fucking piece of work. Uh, oh, oh my god, Yeah, this but guy. he doesn't
1: need your approval, because he's Joss Whedon.
0: I mean, yeah, I just, like, I really, really hope that he just never fucking makes anything ever again. Like, I don't want anything, I don't want anything to do with this guy. Like, no. No, 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 no. I do not want to see his face. I do not want to see his name anywhere on any credits. Uh, just, just go fuck yourself,
1: Joss Whedon. I mean, you could just, like, rip a huge fart in his mailbox or something.
0: That'd be fun. Sure, yeah, why not? You know, and knowing this, I was going to say this before, but knowing this, of course he made the same falling on a woman's boob joke in two different superhero movies. Like, like, of course he fucking did. Like, obviously, look at this fucking guy. He's a crazy sex maniac. Like, yeah, he actually is going to uh, like a sex addiction clinic. Like that was something that he said he did. It's like, man, whatever. Like, (laughs) I just fuck this guy.
1: Uh, nice. and, and he's just, I don't know if any of that stuff's actually real or not. Cause it, I don't, I don't know, but when celebrities yeah. do it, it's not for any kind of personal gain or benefit or to change or to be better. It's to appease people. So somebody somewhere yeah. said, we're not hiring you again until you go to this thing.
0: Yeah. I mean, no, definitely. That's exactly right. Uh honestly I have some doubts about sex addiction. Like I'm sure some people probably have that, but it just seems weird to me. Like it's like, yeah, everyone likes sex. Like what? I don't know. Maybe that's maybe I'm true. being close minded. Maybe I'm being that's that's true. Not everybody does. Uh maybe I'm being close minded. I'm I'm not knowledgeable. <laughs> just ask about the my wife. <laughs> <from
1: you>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh yeah. If there's one thing that the listeners at home gain from this whole conversation that we just had, I hope that it's Fuck Joss Whedon. That's really what I want everyone to remember.
1: <laughs> that's the message we want to bring home today.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's exactly correct. Uh, all right, so our, our next piece of news is another fucking doozy. Like, seriously, this is just a very, very negative episode going on here. Uh, and that uh, our next piece of news is that the Aristocats uh, is getting a live action remake. Um, I have one very simple question about this.
1: Why? Who wants this? Who is this for?
0: Like, like, why is this? All right, movie hang on. I gotta made? take my
1: shirt off for this one. This is gonna be a doozy. All right, <laughs> hang on. <sighs> all right. Now that I'm comfortable, what the fuck? Like, first of all, Aristocats. Not even like primo Disney crop or anything. It's not like people are high, are pining for a fucking a night out watching the Aristocats. Nobody remembers the Aristocats except for <laughs> me, and like. First of all, it's yeah. not going to be no, live-action anyway, because right. it's probably going to be, like, the fucking Lion King thing, where they're all, like, not exactly real right. still, but they're going to look good. Except that Aristocats it's, has human characters yeah, in it's, it. It's so not live-action. It's It's got, not like, live you know, it's it's got the tall and the short goon, and it's got the grandma, and it's got, like, you know, whatever the fuck happened to that movie. I don't even really remember what happened to that movie. I'm going to be mixing up my movies now. But, no, no, no. The lady had to get rid of the cats, because, uh, the butler. You know, the butler. Yeah. The butler. The, the butler, butler got rid of the, the cats because she was leaving her the money cats. to the cats, which also, fuck that lady, seriously. But whatever. So yeah, yeah okay, so it's, so it's got the cats in it. And also, some pretty racist depictions of Chinese people I'm sure aren't going to make yeah. the conversion to the oh, live-action yeah. one.
0: <laughs> oh, you, you mean you mean the, uh, the Siamese cat that plays the piano with chopsticks? Is that what you're referring yes. to? <laughs> yeah.
1: Fortune cookie, always wrong. Yeah, that one. I don't think we're going to be seeing oh, that guy again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think so. Probably not. I think it's a safe assumption. Yeah, I actually, mean, in the press fucking Lady release, and the
1: Tramp had the Siamese cats that I don't think made it into the live-action one that I never saw. So, but like, this, uh, I want us to take a second.
0: So they did say in the press release that this will have a similar look to Lady and the Tramp. Also, I saw Lady and the Tramp. It's fucking bad. I'm shocked, uh, and wow, yes, gosh,
1: gravy. The, the, goodness. The
0: Siamese cat was in it, but they completely changed the song and gave it a completely different song. Oh, it doesn't uh, say, we was... are
1: Siamese if you please. <laughs> <laughs> and we are Siamese uh, no. if you don't please, ding dong ding, or whatever they do. <laughs> oh god, I shouldn't laugh, I'm sorry. Um, Yes,
0: no, that song is completely gone and they get to do a whole other different song, but that the cat is in it. There is a Siamese cat. Well,
1: there supposed uh, to be two.
0: I think there's just, if I remember right, and it's been a while since I've seen it, I think there was just the one. I don't think that there was two cats. Okay, well, it doesn't uh, really matter, does it? Yeah, no, it doesn't really matter, no. And they just the tore shit up.
1: You're right. Who the fuck is this for? Like, I don't, I don't support making these live-action things at all, but I could at least understand the point if they were, like, really successful big-name things. But, like... Who the I mean, fuck has spared a thought for t- the Aristocats in the last decade no, I, I, I or agree 20 with you. years?
0: Like, you know, uh, Aladdin, doing a live-action remake for Aladdin, like, it wasn't a great movie, but I understand why you would do it. It was sure. very popular. Aladdin, yep. Lion, Lion King, King. Sure, yeah. Beauty and the Beast, like, sure, these are popular movies. Like, these are things that people want to see in live-action. Hell, I saw Lion King in theaters, the live-action one. Like I did. I saw it because I'm a big Lion King fan. And uh sure. like I I get that, but like why? Why would who wants this? Like most people don't give a flying like you said. Most people don't give a fuck about the Aristocats. Most people don't even remember the Aristocats. Right. Uh like I just I just don't understand.
1: Really, I think it Can just you comes name down for to Can any character any single character from the Aristocats?
0: Um, can I give you, like, the name? That's what
1: you want? The name? Their name. The character's name.
0: Uh... I... I... No, I can't. I cannot exactly. give you a single name.
1: <laughs>
0: exactly.
1: <laughs> Tom. I, I can remember the Tom characters. Tom Cat.
0: Yeah, there's the... Oh, yeah, the Tom... There's the Tomcat, and there's the
1: mom cat and there's the three kid cats, and no, one... his name four, was actually one... Tom. Tom. But was it actually? Oh god, I didn't remember. Yes, but that. I don't remember what any of. Uh, Duchess, Duchess was the cat's name, I think.
0: Duchess. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds familiar. Wait, was that the was that the mom cat or was that the yes. daughter cat? The
1: mom cat. I don't remember what the stupid cat. cat kid. Also, every single one of the kittens was a different color and kind of cat. That is correct. <laughs> yeah, which makes no fucking sense at all. But whatever.
0: Uh, but yeah, please just Disney stop, stop with the live action remakes. I really think it's just, uh, they want to hold on to their intellectual property. Like they don't want anybody getting screwy by making a, like a super dark gritty. I actually did hear something about that is that
1: Disney is about to lose the rights to a lot of things because they're about to, you know, they're about to lose their, because they've run out the time on their copyrights because they've been so long. So maybe they have to do these things just to maintain them. I don't know.
0: That's honestly what I think it must be. That's the only thing that makes sense in my head is they're like, oh,
1: no, this is our copyright for the new
0: Aristocats movie.
1: It's completely
0: well, I think I also thing. saw they're
1: going to lose the copyright to the public domain of Mickey Mouse in like 2024. Ooh. Oh, shit.
0: That's which <laughs> They're not going to let that happen.
1: They're going to throw as no. much money as they have to at that to make that not happen.
0: I mean... I do think it would be kind of fun if they came up with a completely new original mascot. I feel like that would be kind of an interesting uh, no, way to go. No, it's Disney. But that will not happen.
1: Nah, they've been using that the guy, same happen. dead guy's signature for this entire... I mean, it's not actually a signature at all. He wrote, like, not anywhere near like that. But the idea of his signature, they've been using that the entire time. There, there's This is not a company built on change, Adam. Yeah, no. I mean, no, you're
0: completely right. I know. I just... Uh... I'm so fucking tired of these live-action remakes, especially for shit like this. Like, Lady and the Tramp was fucking trash. Like, it was such an incredibly terrible live-action remake. It's just
1: bad movie in general. Nah, do you know what they gotta start doing? They gotta start doing cartoon versions of their live-action movies. You know, I would be more interested in that Where's my Pete's than- Dragon cartoon, except the dragon is real. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be amazing where's my cartoon no, honestly, song of like, the south
0: why not they should do that like why why the fuck not like i would watch like a uh, an animated version of the avengers like that'd
1: be fun like just no, not that shit not not none of that none of that a disney movie no not a marvel movie disney a movie? disney movie so, so like George of the Jungle, pirates of the caribbean cartoon
0: George of the Jungle actually would make a great cartoon. Now that I think about it, like that's that's uh, such a good. That's idea. called Someone Tarzan,
1: be... and we've got that already. No, 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 no! It needs to be George, and they need to have him, you know, like fall like no, that's too similar. Face to, plant to Tarzan to the can't, tree. They can't do a cartoon of that. they too similar to Tarzan. They've already got that you one. No,
0: actually, that's another one that they. I I think that they should do a live action Tarzan, but like actually, I, I mean, I don't think they should, but I think. Uh, if they're in the market for live action remakes, they should do a live action Tarzan and like actually bring, do all the songs again. That'd be fucking fun. You actually. mean with fucking <laughs> Phil
1: Collins in it? I don't Phil think, fucking like, Collins. Yeah,
0: man. I don't think he's up um, for this
1: anymore. I hope not. Or another as awesome one as is I, the soundtrack for Tarzan is. And it is awesome.
0: It is. No, anyone. I will fight anyone who says the soundtrack to Tarzan is bad. I will fucking fight you like, you know fists will be flying like let's go no the soundtrack is amazing uh, everyone knows one that, that tarzan think...
1: has the best on average soundtrack of any disney movie
0: yes yeah good i think that's true
1: fucking son uh, of man total banger son of man dude
0: i love that song another one is uh hercules they should do a live action hercules which would go over well we already had that poorly. show
1: with um fucking what's his name uh uh I, Kevin Sorbo. Kevin, Sor-
0: what? I don't know what you're talking the, about. The live
1: action that. Tarzan show with Xena Warrior Princess.
0: Oh God, that was an actual thing? Yeah, no, no, yes. no, no, no. That, How did you not know I, that? I, I didn't. I didn't know about that, and I didn't want to. I don't want. I don't want anything. Dude, I had a that. fucking no, no,
1: no. awesome. I don't know why I had this. I had a. I had a live action a Tar- uh, live action Hercules action figure right? And he had swords on his back, right? And they had magnets on them, sure. and he had magnets in his hands. And when you squeezed his legs, his arms went up behind his head. And when you let go, they went down. So he like quick drew his swords with magnets when you squeezed his legs. It was fucking okay, sick. I just that's that.
0: That's an awesome fucking toy. I'm not anything like Yeah, that's, it that's is awesome. So I'm good. just remembering that's that awesome.
1: that existed. I don't know why I had that toy, though.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm sorry. While we're talking about toys, there was this one fucking power rangers toy that i had it was like this uh i don't remember which version of the power rangers it was was like, it a red Mor-
1: mighty Morphin power ranger with kung fu grip and a sound effect button no. on the back that your like third cousin stole from mm-hmm. you when you were 70 you yeah. didn't get it back until you were 21 jesus uh no <laughs> okay cool <laughs> me either. Like go have on a story
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, i do have
1: a story i'll tell it when you're done
0: Alright, alright. No, it was this, uh, it was this little thing that looked kind of like a rhino horn, uh, and it, like, you could, like, unfold it, and you could, like, twist it around like a transformer to make all kinds of different weapons, uh, you could make, like, a little knife, and you could make, like, a little bow and arrow, except it didn't have the string, but you could pretend, uh, and it would make a little whatever, uh, And oh, my freaking God, did I love that toy. I played with that toy so much. I used to go over to my friend's house. Uh, Shout out to my boy, Matt, who I haven't talked to in like 20 fucking years. But whatever. (laughs) Shout out to my boy, Matt. Matt. Used to go over to his place and we would play freaking Power Rangers in his backyard. And god damn it, I loved that toy. He bought that toy, I think. I'm pretty sure he bought that toy for me for uh, my birthday. And it is one oh, of nice. the best birthday presents I have ever received. I mean that. <laughs> nice. I fucking loved that. I toy.
1: had a Woody action figure with a lasso that somebody stole out of my cubby at kindergarten and I never got over it.
0: Oh oh man i had my ipod nano stolen from my locker when i was in i don't know high school or middle school and i but was that's just saying so
1: that's not a best friend like woody was oh
0: i mean yeah that's true it's not i think you talked about this once on the show i probably have
1: about... i've never gotten I... over it
0: i remember because we made the joke that what if <laughs> what if it wasn't what if he, stolen? Off on his what if own? he yeah. just left
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes I, oh, I am open man. to the possibility that Woody left. Anyway, my Power Ranger story. So I had a I had one Power Ranger toy, and I don't know why. I had a very eclectic bunch of cho- toys as a kid, I guess, because I never watched Power Rangers. I was not a Power Ranger kid. Despite the uh, that my neighbor kid liked to play Power Rangers, and I was also there, I couldn't contribute because I don't know anything about Power Rangers. But anyway, I had a Red Ranger. I don't know what series from. I just know that I ha- I had one. And he had a gun that went in his pocket, and he had a, a holster, excuse me, his gun holster, not his fucking gun pocket. <laughs> uh, and he had a sword, and he had, actually the sword might not have been from that same toy, it might have been a Mega Man sword, or an, uh, a He-Man sword or something, I don't know. And he had a button on his back that made gargle mono speaker sounds from the show. Uh, I had that for a long time, not a long time, for a, for a while, and then it just disappeared one day. You know when you're a kid, whatever, like shit disappears And then you don't think about it for a long time because, you know, there's a point when you put down something and you never pick it up again. I just figured that's what happened. Mm -hmm. And then, like, way later in my life, my mom's like, hey, my friend or my cousin or something, some person I had never heard of or met before is coming and she's bringing her kids and we're all going somewhere. And I was like, okay, sure, whatever. And I was like, all right, awesome. And I meet this kid who can't, at the time, can't be, like, more than five years younger than me or something. And he hands me this fucking Power Ranger action figure. He's like, I took this when I was a kid from you. And I was like, bro, I have never met you. How did you do that? (laughs) So I don't know who that shit was. I'm sure you met him. I I might have. I I have to have because he (laughs) had my fucking action figure. I don't know how it was that he came by it, but I got it back again. And I think I pushed the button on the back immediately to see if it still worked. And it did totally still work. So I don't know if that kid was actively keeping track of that action figure till the day came when he could finally return it to its proper home, or he just found it one day and was like, oh, shit, I think I remember who this belongs to. I should give it back to him because I don't know how he remembers me because I don't remember him at all i don't know his name i couldn't pick him out of a crowd i don't remember his sister's name or his mom's name or her husband's name or how those people are related to me right. or how i knew steve. them or why my parents know them but he had my power ranger somehow and he must St- have broken into my house
0: all right so steve i just i have to uh to take a second here and be like uh you have a bad memory for names <laughs> fact it might just that's be that's true <laughs> It might just be that you just forgot. <laughs> like, you know, you were
1: probably a young kid. I mean, kid, maybe. Maybe I did. not you some but, k-
0: other kid.
1: But like, uh, and he took
0: your <laughs> shit and you never noticed.
1: And then years like, passed. But, <laughs> like, I had it when I was a child. Like, he would have been, like, two years old.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, he and he stole probably it? stole it. And, and you were, like, what, four, five? like you Well, know, you I would have been, four. like,
1: seven if he was two. Oh, oh yeah. Right, we wouldn't done. have been in the same circles then. He would have been fucking finger-painting. I would have been out here fucking rocking the second grade doing cursive well, of
0: course you didn't recognize him then because he was probably a fucking baby at the time
1: like then why did he like, steal you know, my shit how did he steal my shit did he crow <laughs> in my classroom <laughs> he was a toddler maybe whatever <laughs> where did i where was i that i met a two-year-old on my own
0: well uh, may, uh, maybe it wasn't that you were on your own maybe it was like a family thing because this guy's related to you or something right
1: or something. I, I'll have to or ask so, my mom at some point who the hell this kid <laughs> was, because I don't know how oh they're related, if they are related. Like, maybe this oh my kid's God. my nephew or something. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, that's Doesn't probably, matter. It's some, I'm the sure it's something is, like that, but whatever. The point is that I had a Power Ranger and I lost him for a while and he found his way home again and I have lost him all over again. Oh, that is so fucking sad. You gotta find I him, mean, man. Find him. I, well, I don't think I need to find him again. <laughs> I'm not going to give my uh, kids right. that Mega, mega Morphin Power Ranger. You should. You, you I've already should earmarked have the things my children were getting them. from me. I, you know what? All if right. he disappears a second time, shame on me, I guess.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to move on to our last piece of news, all right? Sound okay. good? Okay, all right. <laughs> okay. So our last piece of news is our only positive piece of news in this entire episode. Uh and that is that uh Daniel Radcliffe is going to p- be playing Weird Al Yankovic, Yankovic, whatever. Yankovic. Uh, Don't embarrass Yankovic. yourself. Yankovic. Uh Weird Al Yankovic uh in a new biopic that they are making and I am so goddamn fucking excited. I think this is the greatest casting decision ever made in the history of time that's probably uh, okay no that's an exaggeration i am however very excited i can't wait i can't wait for this i love weird al i love dan uh daniel radcliffe i think he's a great actor and i think he's only gotten better after harry potter i fucking loved uh swiss army man i love that movie it's so funny uh and i'm just so fucking down with this so steve what do you think about this casting choice
1: you know i was starting to realize that uh mr radcliffe doesn't know what to do with his life outside of being in harry potter so i think he'll just do anything i think no i
0: think that you're completely right about that like he's just like you know what that sounds like fun and then he did you, just does that you did know you
1: watch that uh fucking after hogwarts special thing where they brought back like seven of the i meant okay i actually I meant did to, watch that did. And I was watching these three, the kids have a conversation together, and I was like, man. So Daniel Radcliffe is desperately trying to be Harry Potter forever. Emma Watson has basically just launch padded off of this into a moderately successful career. And whatever Ron's name is, we don't know his name because he doesn't continue uh, to act. He's just like, Ron's just a guy. Rupert Grint? Sure, it's whatever. Rupert Grint. Whatever, that guy. He's just like a dude. Like they're all talking about like yeah, this weird acting shit they are doing, and he's like, Yeah, Harry Potter was fun. You know, I, I like being Ron. That was neat. I got a wife and kid now, and I was like, dude, Ron's the only one of you that like became a person after this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's so
1: true. That's I I mean I he was telling he was talking about like how he defines aspects of his life by whatever movie they were filming. It's like, hey, when'd you get your driver's license? Oh, fucking goblet of fire. that's like, okay. That makes sense. I guess that's a (laughs) good benchmark to define your life by. You've been Ron Weasley more than you've not been Ron Weasley at this point, probably. But like, I mean, yeah, they they made
0: eight freaking movies. Like that's crazy. And like all throughout his childhood, like what were they like? 12 when the first movie came out? Like that's Uh, something like that. Yeah. That's like a super formative time of your life. Can you imagine if your entire like, uh, awkward, ride through high school was chronicled forever on film that almost everyone has seen can you imagine that for a
1: minute no i, <laughs> like, I
0: can't oh man that must suck that must suck so you know, bad. It's, it's actually interesting
1: because i go out of my way to make sure people never see anything from previous me at all so i totally couldn't understand the want to have my life filmed chronologically like that yeah
0: <laughs> oh man like I'm just I I can't even I can't even process what
1: that would be like. That's crazy. <laughs> but no, I'm not interested in uh, Daniel Radcliffe playing Weird Al Yankovic.
0: What? Why not? How could you not be interested in that? That sounds fun as hell. Oh, I'm just it sounds interested like nonsense. in it sounds
1: like interested nonsense. Sounds nonsense. I'm interested in
0: anything that Weird Al is. Uh, that anything that's about Weird Al because I just I just love Weird Al. Uh, sure, everybody likes I, Weird Al.
1: Amish Paradise is a banger, but like it is.
0: You know. <laughs> i loved rocket man rocket man was good i love a good biopic i love it when uh when actors uh that don't normally sing sing like i want to see dan rad fucking belt out to white and nerdy like fucking please well he wouldn't be doing that one probably
1: he'd be doing some of the earlier shit like fucking yeah he'd be singing fat or something
0: Oh, yeah, that's, which is, which is more like, I mean, maybe they're gonna cover, like, a long period of time, like,
1: his whole career. I mean, I'm sure like, they'll gonna... stretch out through the most of his career, probably, but, like, you know, I, first just of all, a, I don't I just, like biopics, because so I don't care, I don't, I don't really care about watching the fucking band become a band or whatever, like, I know it happened, I have the music to prove it, I don't really care about the origin story, especially since most of the time, they're probably not anywhere near accurate. Like, I'm pretty sure that Queen one was, like, 30% what actually happened.
0: I I think that you're right about that. That is, like, the one of the things I don't like about biopics is that I'm always, like, sitting there and I'm like, so this is, like, the idealized, uh, like, you know, glittery version of what happened,
1: right? Yeah, this like, is the version like, so this somebody isn't... told somebody to make this movie happen.
0: Yeah, like, this is the one, the version that they, like, edited and changed the story to make it better, <laughs> to make it more engaging or whatever. Yeah,
1: nobody ever includes uh, in, like, the fucking documentary, Recreations of Lincoln's Presidency, nobody ever includes the, like, seven times he failed to run for office.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's always, it's always an awkward thing to cover uh i still though i've seen a few biopics that i really liked like seriously rocket man was really good like rocket man is just excellent which one is uh, rocket man I, rocket man's about uh elton john um uh, oh yeah yeah, yeah 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 got i think taron edgerton i think is his name uh and he honestly he should have won an oscar for that role like he like just nailed it he did such an incredible job um okay well, so like, i, think I, it's I like a really good weirder- biopic I like a good biopic, but uh, there definitely are some freaking duds out there. That's for sure. I really hope this one's good. I, I, I think it's time for Weird Al to get a biopic. Like, yes, this is like, Why, you know, though? fucking the time is ripe because there are people like me who love Weird Al and want to see more Weird Al. Nobody's things. disparaging the your love Al. of Weird
1: Al. I'm just saying that, like, does he does he need one? Like, I, yes, is I'm not curious a, about his weird story, and I don't want to have to like. He's not a band. Biopics need to be about ba- well, oh, bands. I think they need to be about bands. But no, also, I, disagree with I don't that. think he's like this monolithic icon of music or anything. I understand that I you know, disagree he totally is. With Everyone knows too. who Weird Al is. He's not. He's not. Weird Al belongs in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame.
0: Fuck yeah. Nope. No way. Not, nope. Yep. yep. I mean, I, being in not, there doesn't mean not change my mind. They let,
1: ra- they let some fucking rappers in there. I, th- I think fucking Tupac is in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. See? So. He doesn't mean me, anything. Throw Weird Al Quiet. in there, man! Come on, let's go. Seriously, no, I, I absolutely the Rock and love Roll Hall of Fame is for people with long hair who play guitar. Shit! Wait. What about people with long hair who
0: play, uh, the accordion? Huh?
1: Huh? Yeah, sure, (laughs) sure, sure,
0: sure. (laughs) Does that work for you? Or the ukulele (laughs) or whatever the fuck he plays? Look, man, I'm not saying my
1: formative years weren't built around the foundation of the bedrock that is Weird Al Yankovic. I'm just saying that maybe he doesn't need a (laughs) biopic. And maybe he doesn't need to be Daniel Radcliffe that plays him.
0: No, I just, nope, disagree, disagree. I think Dan Rad is a great pick. Uh, and I think that Weird Al absolutely deserves a biopic because it sounds funny and weird, and that's what I want from biopics. I want them to be funny you know, and weird and interesting. I don't,
1: okay, I don't know anything about Weird Al's origin story, but I have to say, Adam, based on my own personal experience, people don't get to be that fun and weird without a very tragic life.
0: <laughs> that's it. Might be it. Might be tragic. It might be sad. I might cry, and if I do, it will be cathartic. Steve will be cathartic okay, right. and
1: i will look forward to it i i want this movie i'm like okay. so pumped to see this all right i'm well then i hope you get it I, I hope that this works out for you i hope daniel radcliffe puts on his best weird al wig and his best hawaiian shirt and his best yes. uh whatever that thing Mustache. is the keyboard that you blow Mustache. into i forget what that's called uh what uh what's the name of the little uh, keyboard you blow into
0: oh i don't i have no idea what that's called i'm whatever of that like thing a, uh, I'm thinking of the a goof,
1: oh, the quality. I can't instrument. even think of the
0: uh, harmonica. I'm thinking of a harmonica, but that's not a keyboard. I, I know what you're talking about, the the weird keyboard thing, but I have no yes. idea what that's called.
1: It's got an H in there for sure. I, harps? No. I don't know. Whatever. The, no, whatever. The point is, the goofy instrument, goofy man, goofy shirt. I, and goofy movie. Let's do it. That's already just, a goofy yes. movie. And an extremely know, goofy movie. I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Somebody right, so I saw uh, fucking oh. drew all the goofy movie characters as like people instead of being oh, like that. the dog men no. that they are, and I was like, mm-hmm. You can't no, nope. don't do that. <laughs>
0: yeah, no, that's a bad it was idea. It's very
1: odd. It's like those have you
0: seen the uh the live action or whatever, the photorealistic versions of The Simpsons? It's I absolutely have. It's horrifying. Nightmarish. It's <laughs> yeah, it's ap- pure nightmare fuel. Like ap- like no 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 no. I should never see the light of day ever again. Just burn it from your retinas. Like no one look it up. No one look it up. <laughs> not nah, do uh, look
1: it up. I mean, sure. Yeah, if you want to be traumatized for the rest of your life, uh, well, we're not now going to Squidward move on suicide or anything. Hey, did you read Squidward's suicide when you were a kid? No, what the fuck? What are you oh, talking about? It was like a, like a creepy pasta about a. uh about like a, a, a spooky episode of uh, Spongebob that they were working on because somebody oh. passed across the desk. It was called Squidward Suicide and it was like a regular episode of Spongebob and then it became like a super hyper real Squidward on the screen with bleedy eyeballs and then it would be intercut in uh, with like pictures of murder victims and stuff and chopped up children and things and it was like oh okay. That's pretty fucked. I thought everybody read that one. We're, Google that sometime. We're
0: now going to move on to the magic hour. <laughs> Okay, all right. I don't. I don't know what to say to that at
1: all. I, <laughs> Holy shit! Well, it still, what middle school didn't teach you how to fucking find spooky things about SpongeBob? I mean, no, I've, I've read a few creepy pastas,
0: just not that one. That's uh, oh, all right. That's, that's I, a I, classic, an, dude. I enjoy. I enjoy a good creepy pasta on occasion. uh like the Russian sleep experiment. That's a fun one. Uh, oh but yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, Sure, sure. Classic, classic, yeah, classic. It's good, good, good stuff. Uh, I can still but, picture but the cover of that story. Yeah. Yes, me too. Okay, the year three thousand nine hundred and sixty-four. Uh, okay. Adam Carthalion, deceived by Ravidel, is on a quest to become a planeswalker. He wants to stop a new disaster that is about to happen on Dominaria. Accounting or according to the seers, on his quest he even sacrifices his own wife. Ravidel says he will make uh, says he will make Adam a planeswalker if Adam sacrifices his son Jared. Adam refuses, and the battle for Astral Fall takes place. Okay.
0: So, this guy's sacrifice I mean, this isn't, like, my question. Just to... Uh... So, th- he sacrificed his wife, but then he but then he was told to sacrifice his son, and then he was like, nah, that's too far. Because that's kind of fucked up. Okay. Uh, first of all, fuck that. Does he, did he just hate his wife? No, that's... Again, that's not my question. Alright, so... He just didn't love her enough. So he wanted to prevent the desolation, or prevent, that's what it was, some sort of apocalyptic desol- desolation situation to become a
1: planeswalker,
0: and he was A tricked. new disaster. He wants to stop a new-, a new
1: disaster, and to do that, he wants to become a planeswalker. Okay, okay. Because um, if you recall, planeswalkers of this era were basically gods.
0: Right, right, yeah. I mean, I remember the planeswalkers being super powerful or whatever, and they can go between different realms or whatever they're called. Planes, I guess, is what they're called. But I'm trying to think of... Tell me more about this war that he started, I guess. How how long does it last? Is it really bad?
1: (laughs) Tell me more. Is the war really bad? (laughs) Gosh, I don't know, Adam. It could be one of those super not important wars that nobody dies in.
0: (laughs) Eh, that happens, right? Sometimes. Uh,
1: I I you know, I actually was just thinking I, I can think of an example of that. It was like Sweden went to war and left with one more guy than they actually started with. Woo <laughs> All right, well just tell me more about this war that he starts. Also, what was the name of it again? I can't remember. Uh the Battle of Asterfall.
0: Asterfall. Okay. And that starts the wait, the Battle of Asterfall starts the bigger war, right? Or is it just
1: the one battle? That's just the one battle.
0: Oh, what shit? I thought it was a whole fucking campaign or some shit. I didn't realize it was Oh, did you one... want to
1: retract your question?
0: Yeah, I want to retract my question. I, I I misunderstood. When you said the war, I was thinking it was longer than that. All right, all right, all right, all right. Um, so, all right. Why did, I can't remember the name, but something with an R maybe? Why did the one the one bad guy or whatever trick? Ravidel. Ar- Ravidel. I was right. It had an R. Uh, why did he it trick did. Adam? Why did he trick Adam into uh, trying to become a Planeswalker? Like, what was his motive, you know?
1: Uh, you know? I'm going to level with you. I have no idea. Oh,
0: okay. Damn it. Well, that's not a good... All right. I get, a- I get another question then. <laughs> that's not okay. fair. Uh, all right. All right. All right. All right. All right.
1: Let me think here. Okay, I'm going to continue to level with you. I don't know who any of these people are. Oh, really? So this is
0: not even important. No idea. All right. You know what? Fuck it. I don't even, like, Adam tried to become like, a I, Planeswalker I, I and he I know both of those guys wife.
1: appear on playing cards. I don't know anything besides that.
0: He sacrificed his wife. He didn't sacrifice his son, which is really fucked up. Like, my wife would be furious with me. Uh, like, because that's... If that's you didn't just,
1: sacrifice your son?
0: Uh, well... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she'd be like, oh, you sacrificed me, but not not him? Fuck you, Adam. Wow, and this that's guy's name is bad, Adam. Bad parent fuck? instincts. Bad parent instincts. Yeah, definitely. Well, okay, maybe bad parenting instincts. But still, this is your wife. This is the person you're supposed to love forever. What the fuck?
1: Uh, so, yeah, I yeah, think I generally people questions. pick the kids over the spouse. I think they usually make that decision.
0: I think it depends on who the person is, but... Eh. Anyway, I don't, I don't got any questions. My only question is, uh, fuck Adam. Fuck Adam? That's my question.
1: Yep. (laughs) Okay, cool. Ah. All
0: right. So now we're going to move on to my humble opinion. And, uh, would you like to go first or can I go first? Uh, What's
1: up to you? Are you going to be long? Uh,
0: Probably, probably kind of long. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Then you go first.
0: All right. I'm just okay. I'm gonna to try to keep this as condensed and focused as I can manage. All right. So uh, a few weeks ago, I finally finished um, the Mistborn trilogy, uh, and that book is called not Well of Ascension. That book is called uh, Shit. What is it? The Hero of Ages. Hero of Ages. The final book in the Mistborn trilogy. And uh, in my I'm humble, pretty opinion, sure that's the name of a Zelda game. But okay whatever uh in my humble opinion it was pretty good the second book was better the second book is well of ascension and that's my personal favorite but uh hero of ages is a solid second place uh so this book is crazy all right so as i'm sure you remember at the end of the last book uh the big evil bad guy got broken out of the big evil place that he was locked in remember remember that is that ring any bells Alright, so the big kind evil bad little... guy. So, uh, his name is Ruin. And he's one of the shards of God, or whatever. He's literally, he's like the personification of death, or entropy. You know, like, it's it's just everything has to die eventually, and that's like, what this guy represents. Um, now, to say to call him a guy is a little bit, it's a little bit confusing, but, no, no let's not get into the semantics of that, because that'll take too long to explain. Uh, so... He's out, but that does not mean that he gets to destroy everything immediately because he's still limited because preservation, which is the other shard that's on this planet... Uh, is still around and is still trying to stop him. Uh, Preservation is weaker than Ruin for reasons that I won't get into, but preservation is a little bit weaker. So now that Ruin is free, Ruin is actively destroying things, but it's just taking a little bit of time. What he's doing is he's fucking, he's uh, having these volcanoes erupt, uh, like just more than they used to. And uh, that's just like covering the planet in ash. Uh, and like burying everything in ash and that's going to kill them all eventually. Uh and um Vin, who's our main character and Elend, uh the other main character, they're trying to figure out some way to stop it. Uh and let's just get let's just get into it. So their whole thing is they're trying to get into this one city because this one city has a uh called it's called Fadrex City. Uh, and it has a um, storage cache or whatever uh, that was left behind by the Lord Ruler because the Lord Ruler knew that there was the possibility that he might die at some point, and so he planned for this eventuality, uh, and he actually has several storage caches hidden all over the country. Uh, There's five of them. They've found four of them, and they're trying to get to the last one, and they're hoping beyond hope uh, that there's some kind of secret hidden within this cache that will allow them to uh, defeat Ruin, uh, and Ruin is like actively spying on them all the time. Like you know, he's like an uh, he's not omnipotent exactly, and he's not omnipresent, but he can be anywhere. But he is a consciousness. Uh, so, like, he, it's not, he's not, he is, te- he is everywhere at once, but his consciousness is not everywhere at once, if that makes sense. Um, I would, I, I, that's, which is a little confusing, but whatever. Um, but because of it. that... He- Uh, but because of that, uh, he can spy on them and he knows exactly what they're doing. Like, there's no secrets going on. The only thing, the only means that they have to keep a secret from him, they have two. One is their minds. He can talk to their minds, like he can like send them messages into their fucking brains. Uh, but he can't read their minds, so he doesn't know what they're saying in response. Uh, but he can hear what they say in response. Uh, but anyway... Uh, and the other means that they have in order to, like, fight him, or at least, like, hide shit from him, is if they, uh, if they write letters or, like, if they, if they write onto sheets of, of, of metal, he can't read the metal for some reason it's complicated as to why but the short version is he can't read metal he can read paper and he can actually fuck with the paper he can change the words that are on the paper uh, which makes passing information to other people an absolute bitch and a half uh, because he can just edit shit Um, but he can't edit anything that is on a piece of metal so that's how they're like writing all their notes now Uh, anyway, so they're trying to get into this city, uh, and it's not going very well, because the person in charge of this city is very intelligent, uh, and he knows why they're there, he knows that they're there for this, uh, storage cache, uh, and... God, I'm trying to remember specifically how it all boils down. A bunch of stuff happens. They go to a ball in the city because the people in this city are trying to pretend that the apocalypse is not actively happening. Uh, They go to a ball, which is very fun and cute, uh, Vin gets kidnapped at the ball, uh, and Ellen goes back to the, goes back to his army, and then he goes and gets another army, and he's going, he wants to storm the city, but he's a very, uh, he's a, he's a very idealistic, uh, ruler, and he doesn't want, he doesn't want to take the city by force, uh, but he doesn't really see any other option, um, uh, eventually it all turns to, sh- eventually it all turns to shit, and, uh, and, and, and like the ash is falling down like crazy, and Vin sort of escapes uh, from where she's at. When, when the, what ends up happening is she—oh um, god, I'm trying to remember the specifics of of what she does. Um, she uh, is let out, and then she and she sees that Ellen is about to attack. Uh, And she's been, like, actively talking to Ruin this entire time because she realized that Ruin is, like, in her mind and can just talk to her whenever the hell he wants. Uh, And she figures out a way to trick Ruin... Um and then she just fucking leaves. She's like she's like, "Ha ha, I am going to go find the ATM stash." And that's what Ruin was looking for this entire time. It's complicated. Uh so she fucking bolts it and leaves and then Ruin takes hi- takes the army which he now has control over because he's in Ruin and he can do that. He takes this army and just follows Vin. Uh, leaving Elend, uh, and his the human part of his army and this uh, city ruler that he had been trying to besiege, they are left together and they have to figure out a way to work together in order to like uh, survive this impending apocalypse. Uh, While well, Vin is running off, uh, uh, trying to trick Ruin, so she goes back to the uh, she goes back to Luthadel, which is his other city. Uh, and she has no idea what she's doing. She's just trying to figure out what the fuck to do. Uh, she turns out that, uh, she's always worn an earring in her ear. Uh, and it turns out that that earring is actually what allows Ruin to communicate with her. Uh, so, uh, this, so that gets ripped out, uh, conveniently, uh, which allows her, which no longer allows Ruin to communicate with her. And it also allows her to take in the power of preservation, which she had been trying to do the entire time, She, uh, but she couldn't do it. And the reason why is because she had this piece of ruin that was inside her, that was in her ear, which is why she couldn't take in preservation. So she takes in the power of preservation, and she literally becomes preservation. She... Uh she's the new vessel for it, and she like transcends to like a new level of existence. Uh and like her body's gone and now she can like she can like she's just like ruin. She can be anywhere, she can like fly all around. She is a consciousness, so uh just like Ruin. Uh and she's trying to fight Ruin, but she is limited in what she can do, unfortunately. Uh uh, but, Adam, I uh, have to and- tell you,
1: this is all preposterous.
0: <laughs> it's hard to explain. There's a lot of details that I have to kind of skip over. So it's, fucking it would take deep too long. fantasy here. It's very deep fantasy. I, I recognize that. i I know that. It's really good. It's just complicated. Uh, anyway, so she's uh, w- she's preservation. Uh, and Elend figures out where the ATM stash is. Turns out that the ATM is actually, uh, the power of ruin condensed into a physical form. That's not important necessarily. Sure. I just wanted to tell you that just to really fuck with your mind for a second. Uh, but he figures out where the ATM is and ATM is like the super powerful metal that allows, uh, them to see the future. Uh, so he, so Elland and his group of Alamancers take the Atium and like eat it, and they're fighting against this army uh, in like this crazy way, and uh, and Vin, as Preservation, is like helping them and giving them extra power, and they're like they're they literally kill thousands of these like monsters, and it's crazy, and it's epic, and it's insane, uh, and then. Uh, and then Elend uses ATM along with a different metal that like supercharges the ATM to like see the future like get like a really good look at it. Uh and he realizes that the only way for them to win is for him to die. So he does. Uh he dies and that uh, nice of him. And, uh it, it is nice of him. Uh and then Vin now that Elend is dead uh has no reason to like preserve herself anymore she's like okay this that was like her main reason for being was to be with ellen uh and because she's the new vessel preservation and she has not um she hasn't she hasn't been infected by it exactly for very long she is actually able to attack ruin and kill him but in the process she kills herself as well so now Uh, ruin and preservation are both up for the taking, because that's how this works. Like, power like this can't be destroyed, um, but you can kill the consciousness that's controlling it. Uh, So both ruin and preservation are just, like, free and loose, uh, and anyone could potentially grab them. And then Seized, who is a whole other character, who is in a whole other part of the fucking country, and I can't even get into all the shit that he was up to, uh, basically, he was having a crisis of faith, and he was uh, trying to figure out some means of uh, of finding faith in God because he's uh, he uh, he's becoming an atheist, uh, and he's never been an atheist before. But he, it's like everything's falling
1: apart, I, and he's. I feel like this in whole worlds thing. like this, atheism would be impossible.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, that's kind of true in some ways but uh, but he's been having this whole crisis of faith but that gets uh, pretty much resolved and he realizes that the only, that truly what you have to do is you just have to make the choice to believe, it's a choice uh, and it's like you either want to believe or you don't and you have to just accept it uh, and that's what he tries to do, he's like okay I'm gonna try to believe, I'm gonna try to do this uh and he's he's dealing with depression, his girlfriend died, a bunch of shit happened. Um, but he's there uh when Ellen and Vin sacrificed themselves, uh and he takes up the power of both. He now is the vessel not of ruin and not of uh preservation, but of da da da, da um you not unity, fuck, what is it? Harmony. I don't know why I think it's unity. He is now the Vessel of Harmony. So he actually is uh, is in control of two shards, which is fucking insane. He transcends to the next level of existence or whatever, just disappears. He's To the fourth dimension. To the fourth dimension, sure. Uh, and then he just um, remakes the world uh, because he can do that because this is his world, so he can just do that. He can't control all of existence, but he can control this. Uh, he moves the planet back to uh where it's supposed to be uh in orbit with the sun uh he fixes it so that the plants are no longer brown and they're green he makes the uh, volcanoes go away and he just he makes the world into as close to a paradise as he can achieve uh and uh he saves everybody everybody that's left really uh and uh, that's <laughs> that's the end of this book is Sezed becomes god-ish uh god with an asterisk uh vin and ellen are dead and uh everything is pretty much hunky dory from there on hopefully there there is a sequel series to this which i have not read yet but uh yeah it was absolutely insane is what this is what this series was it was it was mind-blowingly insane Uh, (laughs) as you can probably tell and uh yeah in my humble opinion i liked it a lot it's uh it's it's intense
1: uh but it's cool so yeah that's it sweet all right tight uh well for mine uh i'm doing a big one this time uh this week's episode of old shit sucks here's why we look back at saints row three mm. hmm okay this one was very important to me so i wanted to go in with uh with, with hoping for a good grade at the end so uh, in yeah. my humble okay. opinion, Grand Theft Auto Three, not Grand Theft Auto Three. Excuse me, that one sucks. I mean Saints Row Three. Uh, first of all, I bought it for like ten bucks or whatever because it was super cheap. Like I said, it would be. Yeah. Um, and this was like the definitive version, so it has all the DLC already that I had to pay for separately back in the Xbox 360 era. So that was kind of cool to just have all that shit again. Like you know, I started the game off in the very beginning. I've already got the flying broomstick DLC and the. Uh, fucking blade trinity motorcycle dlc you know that kind of shit fun so that was cool uh first of all it's ugly it's it's very ugly yeah it it will (laughs) be. i mean it will be yeah we can't we can't get past that there is no such thing as a pretty version of this game i don't think there's an hd remake or anything it's just gross um it's still in the time of controller infancy I guess which it really isn't because it was well into the Xbox's or the 360's uh, lifespan so there's no excuse for this but the controls are wacky fucking hmm. like the RB's run and fucking uh, the Y button isn't uh, it's like the, the grab button and the interact button it's really bizarre A is fucking reload or something it's it's a little messy It's it takes some getting used to for sure but you know, it's, controls are not an issue once you get past them unless they're Dark Souls and you quit on the tutorial like I did. Um, it's really short, actually. I remember this being a lot longer, but I was probably not doing only Critical Path stuff. I was probably fucking around a lot more back then because, like, I have distinct memories of 100%ing this game. I did all the side shit, and I found all the boobaws and thingies. So I probably spent more time on that during the course of the game than just Critical Pathing everything. Because I think it's only like six hours long if you just critical past everything. But it's still, you know... It's, still, it's still my baby, so I had to give it a chance. And I have to say, uh, if you combine the ugly graphics and the short runtime and the jankiest fuck controls, it's really yeah. not very good. Oh, no! <laughs> okay. Well, that sucks. Um... I well, okay. See, there's there's spectacular little moments when it comes alive still, and it's still it's still irreverent enough where it doesn't take any of it seriously. You know, like there's some beautiful moments, like you go into the whorehouse to rescue the gimp, and he uh, you attach him to a rickshaw and he pulls your rickshaws. You are in a high speed chase with a bunch of other slave owners in rickshaws, being pulled by their own gimps and you're having a shootout in the streets going like two miles an hour. That's funny. Or uh there's like this big, uh, big army guy that comes to break up all the gang activity because in this gang, street gangs have become such a big deal that they actually have a privatized military force whose fucking job it is to like gang bust. Um, he comes to town and you get, you go to the surgeon, have plastic surgery to look just like him so you can infiltrate his base. And then you tell his subordinate that he's gay and it's funny to you. You know, it's got shit like that where it's like, okay, I could see where this was fun. But then you got <laughs> stuff like the fucking, um, The the fucking driving around and avoiding the paparazzi while people have sex in the back of your car game, and it's like boy, this sucks. (laughs) This isn't fun at all. Or they got the fucking awesome guns that, like, remo- you can RC car people's vehicles and just drive them off cliffs and stuff, which is pretty awesome. Or, you know, just call down a tactical nuclear strike. Or shoot squids at people's heads that mind controls them into dancing for you, and then they join your team and start attacking people on your behalf. Or you have a triple-barrel gold shotgun that gives you extra experience when you kill people with it, you know. That kind of cool. Or, or the Mega Man gun. Or you go inside a computer and you have a boss fight that ends in a Zork text adventure. That kind of shit. <coughs> but, like... All that stuff combined is good if you already went in wanting to have fun. Does that make sense? Kinda, sure. Like, I I remember being absolutely in love with this game. And when I went in, I wanted that again. So I was probably more forgiving of a lot of this crap than most people would be, you know? Like... I fucking love the title sequence when you jump out of the helicopter to and some fucking Kanye West is playing in the background while you skydive down to this bungalow in the sky and start throwing people off the roof and take it for your own as your first base with a helipad. Like, that's dope as hell. But Yeah, it sounds that sounds super no. fun, honestly. Yeah, it is super fun. It's awesome. Or there's, like, the fight against the luchador where you have to, like, wrestle a guy and then a bunch of guys come out and you have to kill them with a chainsaw while your friend Rucha, lucha wrestles him instead. You know, it's got, like... Moments that are awesome, but it's also mostly just not fun. Or fucking Burt Reynolds is the mayor, <laughs> and not Burt Reynolds playing a character. It's just the the actor Burt Reynolds is the mayor of this town. Huh? Like like Adam West is the mayor of the Family right, town. Right. Yeah, I and the only interaction you that. ever have with him is he tells you to go kill some zombies because this game has zombies in it because they really just didn't care at this point. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. there's like one neighborhood where they like dropped some canisters of bad shit and it turned everybody around into zombies so one corner of the map has zombies in it if you decide to go there oh okay so it's just one itty bitty
0: little area but they're
1: they're yeah. just contained yeah. Just, yeah
0: I kind of love the idea of a zombie apocalypse that's not a zombie apocalypse it's just like
1: yeah it's just happening on this one island and there's also yeah, only one like functioning one store there <laughs> there's, okay. there's one guy who has a the auto parse dealership which I think is just so you can spawn cars in that area because there's no pedestrians in that area except that there are a couple times when I went in there cars did spawn in there and they just drive a few feet and get attacked by zombies right away and uh, once you get to the point where the zombies show up in the game the bridge that separates that island like goes up you know and stays up so you can't get to well you can get to it by just driving over the bridge and jumping it But normal NPCs can't cross the bridge because the speed limit that they're going doesn't allow them to jump the bridge. So what happens is if you follow a car to that area because they just auto path and this game wasn't like smart enough to divert traffic at that point for some reason. They'll just drive into the bridge and explode. And every car (laughs) behind them will just blow up and then blow up and then blow up. Because I think there's like an invisible flag there. Where the game just blows up the car of an NPC if they drive too close to that bridge because they're not supposed to be able to jump it. So they just explode and explode and explode and explode. And there's just a pile of like a hundred cars that just blew See, up here. I, I also, there's a, like couple, weird there's a couple there's a couple um Yeah, it, well, it's it's funny in a in a old game jank kind of way. There's yeah, also this exactly. one area where there's a cul-de-sac that this road drives around, and you know, it's a neighborhood, but the game doesn't register as a neighborhood. It represents it as a street. So cars will turn down occasionally, and they'll just take a lap around the cul-de-sac and go back. But sometimes, like, a semi or a city bus will go down there, and it's not small enough to actually make the turn of the of the, uh, the sac So it just, like, grinds out into somebody's house, and it just gets stuck there. And then things just, like, crash into it. It's like, man... It's really funny when things don't work the way they're supposed to work because you programmed it poorly because this game is really old now. But that made me laugh. Although, gripe, gripe on the uh, jumping of the bridge thingy, I don't like that so much because when I get a nice groove going when I'm tear-assing down the street in my Blade Trinity motorcycle, I don't want to have to like do a jump. I want to just drive straight. And the problem is that the bridge is not just a bridge. It's a bridge with like those metal support structures over it you know, like a real bridge would have. But oh, what that sure. basically means is two things. One, if your car is too slow, you physically can't make the jump on the bridge. So you can't enter some areas with some cars now because you can't jump it. I mean, you can go all the way around. If you want to go the long way around, it's still possible, but it's really annoying. And if your car's too fast, you won't go up and then dive back down, you'll fly straight off the bridge directly into the metal support structure above the other side of the bridge, crash, and probably fall in the water. (laughs) So you have to, like, if you have the super awesome fast cars, because why wouldn't you, you know, you basically have to, like, guess how fast to go up this ramp to either fly straight over the bridge and never touch the ground again, or try to, like, shoot the gap and get between the bridge and the support structure of the bridge. So that was poor design that shouldn't have did that, but whatever
0: that's, uh,
1: yeah. All the collectibles in the game, there's, uh, piles of money, piles of drugs, blow up dolls and people who want to take pictures with you.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. These are collectibles. Wait, I'm sorry.
1: Yeah. Someone wanting to take a picture with you is a collectible. Well, by the third game here, the Third Street Saints are actually like celebrities. Like you have your own sports drink commercials and your own clothing line and stuff. Like you're—that's actually the point of this game—is you're basically a sellout at this point, and a real gang comes and like overthrows you, and you have to like build yourself back up again. But yeah, people—people people are fans of you as a criminal, so they like want to take pictures with you in the street. Sure. You just mm-hmm. you know what? Why not? Yeah. Okay. Kind of like in I, Spider-Man, when you walk around in the streets and people want to, like, high-five you and stuff. It's kind of yeah, like that, except it's yeah, specific right. spots. Although, I had one that makes sense. spawn in the zombie area one time, and I didn't get over there fast enough, and they just got killed by zombies. Oh, shit. And then I had to, like, leave and come back for them to respawn so they could still be there so I could take the fucking picture. Because it's like, you know, the zombies kill them, and then I can't take a picture with a dead guy. But, you know, whatever. Um, I really enjoy how you can... You know, fucking make your own character like you do in the other games. I always like making nice avatars. So I made myself a uh, white suburban soccer mom with a checkered past. <laughs> was Was the route I went for.
0: A white suburban so I gave soccer her, mom with a checkered past. That's hilarious. Yeah, that
1: was the theme I was going for. I gave her, like, a Karen haircut. And I gave her, like, a nice... Um, some, some nice uh, knee-high... Sl- or, uh, some ankle-high slacks... And I gave her, uh, you know, a, a nice belt and uh, and a nice sweat sweater, right? But underneath that, I gave her uh, nipple pasties, and I changed her underwear color to look like it was pubes because I want because I'm very immature like that. I mean, yeah, sure, of course. Yeah. I mean, you you're never saw Saints any Row. of that. Kind you
0: have to be immature to play Saints Row. I
1: I agree. You never yeah. saw any of that, but I knew it was there. Whenever I went to the clothing changing section, that's what would show up first, and I was like, Hah. so that was funny to me. <laughs> So that was, right. that was my theme. I was a, a checkered past soccer mom taking back my gang for my kids, you know. Because you got to make your own story in this thing, because there really isn't much of one. Your protagonist is not that likable, to be honest, because you're kind of just an asshole. And uh, I, don't, I n- have never been attached to any of the side characters in any Saints Row game, with the exception of Kinsey Kensington, who is our uh, former FBI agent slash X-Files hacker lady with the... I don't know what her thing is. She, the the asocial disease, where she doesn't like people very much. She <laughs> hides out under tables and restaurants and things, so she doesn't to talk to them. I like Kinsey Kensington. But everybody else, everybody else sucks. Pierce is stupid. The, the girl is stupid. I don't like Hulk. It's not his real name, but it's basically just Hulk. I don't like the luchador guy. Every time I've played this game, I know I did his missions last, because he's the lamest, and he shows up latest in the game. There's like a luchador guy. Well, because in this game, there's Saints not Roast one Roast. bad guy. There's there's three bad guys, right? There's posh gang member guy. There's lucha wrestlers. And there's um like K-pop punk band hacker guys. Because every Saints Row has weird themes for their gangs, right? This time, they're all kind of working together, but they are broken up by color and by theme. And the wrestler guy is the one that helps you fight their luchadors, but they're lame and he, so is he. But whatever. Um, it's, I, I pretty much forced myself to, to have fun doing his things. But, you know, it's it's whatever. It's it's not a good game. I, I can admit that. It's not very good. But I wanted it to be fun, so I still had fun. I enjoy dropkicking through windows and kicking people out. That's fun. I enjoy running up behind somebody and dropkicking them in the back of the head. I enjoy that there's a designated kick people in the dick button. That's pretty fun. Uh, I like that I can have a Mega Man blaster and shoot people off of cliffs and stuff. I like that I can have a Hulk hands that punch cars into dust. I like that there's a shark chum blasting gun. I like that I can fly around on a broomstick or I can have a fucking VTOL and shoot laser beams from the sky. All that stuff is good. All that stuff is good. And if you want to have fun with it, you can. Absolutely. But you kind of have to go in wanting it and probably having a nostalgia for it really helps. I don't think that a new person would enjoy this, if I'm being honest. Unless all the things I just told you have made you realize that you can't live without this game.
0: No, 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 I don't really feel that. But, I mean, it sounds kind of fun, but I think it would be more fun if I had nostalgia for it, which I don't. So. I mean, yes, it would.
1: Uh, I do think it's definitely fun. worth $10, though.
0: <laughs> yeah, you had fun, Steve, and that's, that's, that's fine. That's I what did. it's I supposed did have to fun. be.
1: Well, see, that's, that's the thing. It's like... This game was fun for me because I wanted it to be right, and oh, I guess I'm glad that something didn't suck ass during this little escapade expa- of mine. But like, it's still not good. <laughs> like, you know, objectively speaking, it's not good anymore. It's sure it's pretty bad, actually. Like, it's pretty janky and very ugly and very awkward, and a lot of there's a lot of clipping. There's so much clipping, dude. <laughs>
0: Well, okay, yeah, it's just old, you know. Like, of course, it's like that's just how it's gonna be, you know. Like, if you expect things not to be old on this little adventure you're having, you're just setting yourself up for eternal disappointment. <laughs> like,
1: like it's, I mean, yes, I, it's not so much that it's old; it's just like rough, I guess, is the problem. Like, I don't mind a little giraffe stepping now and then because you know it's it, it makes you know it was made by humans, but it's like you know uh, some of this is kind of kind of does take you out of the possible enjoyment you could be having with this product but sure you know I imagine when the new one comes out we're all gonna have a grand old time and yeah there is a fourth one to this and I don't like four very much because they leaned too far in of the irreverent sandbox nonsense and that's, that's the one where you get superpowers like you yeah in, in this one there's a that, side yeah. quest where you can like throw hadoukens and run super fast and stuff because you drink your the, the official fucking uh saints row energy drink saints flow gives you superpowers but in the fourth one you're just a superhero with like super jumps and ice beams and laser eyes and stuff and it's like uh, this is just bad crackdown and even crackdown isn't very good crackdown
0: yeah if you see what i'm saying i mean i don't actually know what
1: crackdown is but sure oh okay well never mind but whatever (laughs) Uh. sorry (laughs) Uh, whatever, it doesn't matter. The point is, um, in my humble opinion, Saints Row 3 is the thing I enjoyed the most out of this stupid old stuff sucks here's why review session I've been doing. So mm-hmm. I guess it gains that accolade. But that, that's, ultimately, that's I did leave a little disappointed oh. <laughs> that it's not good, but also relieved that it's not terrible, I guess.
0: Yeah, you know, I think that at least you had fun. And, uh, you know, I'm I'm happy that you didn't completely hate it so yeah, me
1: too me too it's, adam
0: it's okay well it's, that's all uh, right, i used to Steve. fucking
1: throw this game on just to fuck around i'm not gonna do that this time anymore though i tried after i beat it the first time i was like hey i'm gonna pop that thing back on and dick around a little bit and i was like Ugh, uh mm, yeah i'm no. bored never mind sure well because it's got like so much stuff to buy so many upgrades to buy so many things to find like if you want to just busy work yourself to infinite ammo, infinite life, and infinite sprinting and stuff. You can have all those things unlocked for a bunch of money. But, like, I'm not doing it this time.
0: Yeah, that sounds that sounds boring as hell. No, don't do that to yourself. Uh, all right, I well, do you have anything it more it to say about it? It wasn't boring last time because
1: I was having all the fun. But this time it would have been a chore, so I'm not going to even try.
0: Sure, sure. Makes sense.
1: <laughs> are, are you
0: good then, Steve? I'm good. All right. Uh, Those were the complaints this week. If you can't complain, share it with your friends. Bye!